The Movie Expelled highlights the censorship of academic inquiry into intelligent design at various institutions across the country, including Baylor University. We'll talk with two professors who have been subjected to such censorship, and we'll address the broader question, does Darwinism have limits? This is Jerry Johnson Live from Criswell College. Join us as we look at today's news from the Christian worldview for Christ and culture. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. December 7th, 1941, a date which will live in infamy. I have a dream. It depends upon what the meaning of the word is. And the people who knock these buildings down will hear all of us soon. We will not tire, we will not falter, and we will not fail. Welcome to Jerry Johnson Live. For the next hour, this is your place for relevant discussion of topics in the news and in our culture from a Christian perspective. Your host is Dr. Jerry Johnson, president of Criswell College and Criswell Communications. Later in the show, we'll open the toll-free lines for your questions and comments. You may also email us at talk at jerryjohnsonlive.com. Now, here's your host, Dr. Jerry Johnson. All right, do you recognize that song? Do we have any Baylor Bears out there? That good old Baylor line. I started my university experience at Baylor. In fact, three of the four folks here working on this program today either went to Baylor or have students at Baylor University. But there's a surprising story out about Baylor University, and that's at the movies. Ben Stein's movie, Expelled, No Intelligence Allowed, takes on academic censorship and in doing so describes how Baylor University shut down the research website of one of its tenured professors. The reason? The research provides support for intelligent design, or at least a critique of Darwinism. He's going to join us in just a moment. We have another former Baylor University professor who will be joining us later. But to remind you what this movie, Expelled, is all about, I want you to listen for just a moment to Ben Stein, who stars in the movie, produced the movie, here he is. Like most people, I also have questions, very big questions like, how did we get here? Where are we going? Is there a meaning and purpose in life? Are we, the universe, and everything in it, merely the result of pure, dumb fate and chance? For most of my life, I believe the answers to these questions are fairly straightforward. Everything that exists was created by a loving God. That includes rocks, trees, animals, people, really everything. All along I've been well aware that other people, very smart people, believe otherwise. Rather than God's handiwork, they see the universe as the product of random particle collisions and chemical reactions. And rather than regard humankind as carrying the spark of the divine, they believe we're nothing more than mud animated by lightning. 
Ladies and gentlemen, if you've seen Expelled, you are familiar uh, with our next guest. Robert Marks, Ph.D., is Distinguished Professor of Electrical and Computer Engineering at Baylor. And uh, he spent also 26 years at the University of Washington in Seattle. He joins us now. Uh, Dr. Marks, thanks for being with us. Oh, thank you for having me. Well, we saw you in Expelled. And uh, for those who did not see the movie, tell us what happened to you at Baylor. Well, let's see. I I came to Baylor uh, after 26 years at the University of Washington. 18 of those years, I was the uh, I was the faculty advisor for Campus Crusade there. Really? Yeah, and I saw at Baylor an incredible opportunity, uh, something that was kind of jaw dropping. The the goal of having a research institution which did top research which simultaneously and openly celebrated a Christian worldview. This would be a unique place in the world. And I came to Baylor uh, after they recruited me here and uh, wanted to to spend the rest of my career dedicated to this. And you're still there, I know, but uh, you did run into a problem with a website, a research website that you launched there at Baylor. Would you tell us about that? Well, uh, yeah, it actually goes back a little... uh, a little before that, before I came to Baylor, I knew William Dembski, and I knew uh, him from the readings that I had done of his works. When I came to Baylor, I had the opportunity to meet him. It turned out we resonated, and we began to do some fascinating research together. I thought, um, boy, wouldn't it be nice to have, have uh, Bill at Baylor, back at Baylor, part-time. So we were able to line up a, a small grant, which allowed Bill to come in for a day or two a week so that we wouldn't have to go to restaurants and talk. We could actually meet in our offices and such. And uh, Baylor found out that this had to do with intelligent design. They found out that it had to do with William Dembski, and so my grant was returned. Uh, I tried to have dialogue with the administration by sending them some uh, material on intelligent design. I sent them Michael Behe's Darwin's Mm -hmm. Black Box. Mm-hmm. And I said, look, let's sit down, and uh, I have another friend here, Walter Bradley, would be delighted to sit down and talk to you about this. And then the next thing I know was a, uh, I was called into the dean's office where I was scolded, and I was told to get back to what I was doing best. Uh, then there was a, a Discovery Institute uh, uh, interview in which I talked about the work that I was doing in intelligent design. And uh, following that... I set up a website on Baylor's server talking about some of the work that William Dembski and I did. My background is electrical engineering, and what I do is, uh, is look at evolutionary computing simulated on a computer. It turns out it's something computer engineers have been doing for quite some time. And we began to look at this, and uh, Bill made the comment, hey, there's lots of information going into there. So we were able to actually look at the evolutionary process and to analyze it. It turns out the theory of evolution is a great big assembly line with lots of intelligence and smartness coming out at the other end, and it took a lot of intelligence to put it together. So it really wasn't pro or anti-evolution. It just said that if evolution does exist, then it must have an external source of intelligence. Much like going back to the prime mover. You ask where that intelligence came from. Well, it came from nature. Okay, well, where did the nature come from? Well, it came from somewhere else. And uh, as a result of that, I was told to shut down my website. Uh, This was actually to the point which was a little beyond I felt was appropriate. I engaged the uh, uh, 
involvement of an attorney and uh, it turns out that uh, currently my website is now on a third-party server it's no longer hosted at Baylor and the negotiations have ended up in an impasse you're listening to Jerry Johnson live with Pennedexter our guest is dr. Robert Marks he holds the PhD in electrical engineering from Texas Tech University he teaches now though at Baylor University Baylor University the largest Baptist university in the world, featured, though, in the movie, Expelled by Ben Stein. And this movie really showing how there is a gag order on intelligent design at major universities across America. But the surprising one was Baylor University because it's a Christian university. Dr. Marks, I have a question for you because you've heard of biblical creationism and young earth creation or even the gap theory or theistic evolution. And there are probably a lot of our listeners who are Baptist and Christians who think, hey, they ought to be teaching that at Baylor University. It's Baptist, it's Christian. But that's not what you guys were about or are about. This is about a scientific critique, I guess I would call it, or a mathematical critique, engineering critique of Darwinian evolution on scientific terms. Are you surprised? Are you surprised that uh, there's no notion really of academic freedom for that kind of secular critique? Well, yeah, I I indeed am am surprised. Um, It... uh I have, I, I have pursued a number of different areas of research in my life, and all of them you put up web pages and you do things and, uh, in order to promote yourself because as a research university you have to attract uh, external money, you have to market yourself. And I was actually astonished in this, and uh, this being the removal of my website. The interesting thing is that there has been nobody nowhere of which I'm aware that has actually critiqued the content of the website. <laughs> it's all about this kind of... Uh, labeling of of ID, and if there's anything on my website that is not scientific and solid mathematics, I want to know because I don't want to uh, to be a part of that. Well, you mentioned Dr. Bill Dimsky, and he's coming on in the next segment. You know, I'm thinking of his book, The Design Inference, published by Cambridge University Press. Now, I think most people would think, hey, Cambridge University Press, that, that's pretty pretty good, uh, rigorous uh, peer review there. And uh, I think folks would be surprised that it wouldn't be good enough for a good old Baylor University. Well, the other thing is, in terms of my publications, I have, I don't know, a half dozen books I've either edited or uh, published. Uh, one was published by MIT Press. Uh, I have one which is coming out very soon. It's like an 800-page mm-hmm. uh, tomb in uh, uh, signal processing, which is a kind of applied mathematics. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, it is surprising. Uh, Dr. Marks, uh, we've noticed in the movie Expelled and also just in the articles that have been written about this that the university, and we haven't really gotten a full response, although we are going to read the response we got from the university on this, but that they say it's not really intelligent design that they're concerned with. It's having a website that they have not approved associated with their name. How do you respond to that? Well, let me, let, let me tell you this. I also currently have three other websites. Uh, one on Timescales, which is a National Science Foundation-funded uh, research program, which is still up on Baylor uh, on the Baylor web server. I have a website which has to do with um, uh, microwave metrology, trying to come up with a way actually to 
uh, tell people's blood glucose without them pricking their finger. Mm. It's still up online at the Baylor server. In none of these cases did I approach anybody in, in terms of getting approval. Uh, I have put up websites ever since the web came online, and never have I, I, I sought any sort of approval. Dr. Marks, I have to interject. We're almost out of time here, but I want to ask you a question because uh, we've seen that people have, have had to leave their universities. I have a question. You know, do you have tenure? And I, I have another question along with that. You mentioned the vision for a Christian research university. That was Robert Sloan's vision. Yep. Do you think that's why he ultimately had to leave? Uh, that's a good question. There's clearly a, um, a fight which is going on. Uh, I will say, in positively to Uni- uh, Baylor University, that it is a uh, it's a great place. There's lots of good Christian professors there that love the Lord, that care about their students, that do cutting edge research. Yes. In fact, I smile and I, I tell people, for example, I'm there. And uh, <laughs> but there is a battle which is which is continuing, and that is. Number one, they want to be a tier one university, and that requires approval by the world. Number two, they want to follow a Christian worldview. Mm. We are told as Christians not to seek the uh, approval of the world. Mm. So that there's going to be conflict there. And uh, Baylor is in, it, it, it's in uh, growing pains right now as it, as it begins to and attempts to mature into its new identity. And many of us are praying that this is just a bump in the road uh, towards that vision. And many of us are still very solidly behind the original vision of Baylor University, which is to have an outstanding research institution, uh, second to none, and also openly celebrate the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Dr. Robert Marks teaches at Baylor University, featured in Ben Stein's movie, Expelled, at a local theater near you. Dr. Marks, thank you for being with us today. Hey, thank you for the time, Jerry. All right, folks. Well, we're not out to kill or to hurt Baylor University, and there are a lot of good folks down there, a lot of good students, professors, a lot of good folks, I'm sure, in the administration. We did invite the president to join us or some other administrative spokesman today. That invitation still holds. In fact, uh, you give us a call or go to us online if you've you've changed your mind. But up till now, they just sent a printed statement. We'll read that statement later on in the program. But you heard Dr. Dr. Marks talk about uh, another professor, Dr. Bill Dimsky, and he actually lost his uh, position there at Baylor University, no longer there, but one of the leading thinkers, writers, scholars on intelligent design, critiquing Darwinian evolution. He's coming on in the next segment. Later in the program, we'll read the administration statement. Later in the program, a fascinating history over the last 80 to 100 years of Baylor University and evolution. You will not believe it. I have it. We'll talk about it. It's Jerry Johnson Live with Pennedexter. We'll be right back. If you're looking for a college experience that is distinctively Christian, come to Criswell College. Contact us today for information about the upcoming term. Criswell College places a strong emphasis on the Word of God, a Christian worldview, and being an effective witness to a world that needs Jesus Christ. Criswell College is totally committed to the Bible as the authoritative, inspired, and inerrant Word of God to ensure that every student receives a solid biblical and doctrinal foundation. Our worldview approach to ministry prepares every Criswell College student to view each academic discipline through a Christian 
frame of reference and to engage our culture and the world of ideas from a Christian perspective. Along with this word and worldview emphasis, each Criswell College student gets hands-on ministry training in missions and evangelism to be an effective witness through mission trips at home and abroad. Contact Criswell College today for information about the upcoming term. Call 1-800-899-0012 or on the web go to criswell.edu. That's criswell.edu. Well, if you're a Baylor Bear, you don't uh, need anyone to tell you what that song is all about. It's about that good old Baylor line. And we're talking about Baylor University at the local movie. Uh, ben Stein's movie, Expelled, No Intelligence Allowed, really talks about a phenomenon going on all over America at major universities. That is, there seems to be a gag order, a kind of a censorship on any critique of Darwinian evolution, particularly what is called intelligent design. And there is a link, though, to Baylor University because the, the movie features mostly secular schools, but Baylor, the largest Baptist university in the world, a Christian university, surprisingly, is um, the location for one of those features. We just talked to Dr. Marks, and you heard Dr. Marks mention Dr. Bill Dimsky. And I'm also looking here at an article from the Baylor University newspaper, mm-hmm. Penna, which uh, is written by a student. It's a review of the movie, and it says, Do a quick research of the following names. William Dimsky, Robert Marks, Robert Sloan. <laughs> and in essence, you'll find uh, these men, Baylor University men, are part of the controversy um, featured in the movie Expelled. Now, Dr. Bill Dimsky teaches at Southwestern Seminary now, our neighbor's school in Fort Worth. He holds two earned PhDs. He has a PhD in philosophy from the University of Illinois at Chicago, a PhD in mathematics from the University of Chicago. He's one of the leading thinkers and writers on the subject of intelligent design. Welcome back, Dr. Dimsky. Good to be with you. Dr. Dimsky, uh, would you just remind our viewers what this movie Expelled is about? And uh, go ahead and tell your personal experience with the Pogliani Center there at Baylor University. Sure. Uh, what, what the movie describes is a pattern of persecution of people at the college and university level who criticize Darwinian evolution and indicate that they have some interest or sympathy to intelligent design. It's not necessarily even that they've come out and said, you know, we're totally pro-intelligent design. It's just that they're open to the idea. And uh, basically they've had their careers trashed, uh, you know, uh, tenure denied, uh, contracts not renewed, websites uh, taken down, uh, grant monies returned. So all of that stuff is happening. And the thing is, uh, it's uh, it, it shouldn't be happening because the the academy is supposed to be a place where academic freedom reigns, where people should be free to look into new ideas. And instead, what we're finding is that there's a thought police when it comes to certain topics. And this is probably one of the the hottest button topics uh, out there. And in my own case, I was hired by Robert Sloan, the one of the previous presidents of Baylor. Uh, back in 1999 to do an intelligent design think tank. It was called the Michael Polanyi Center after a uh, physical chemist who turned to philosophy because he saw 
scientific materialism just eroding uh, the nature of science. And uh, so anyway, we, we started this center. It had the blessing of the Baylor administration. And we put together a big conference where we had Nobel laureates, uh, it was, I mean, it was uh, quite an event. It was called The Nature of Nature, looking at uh, does nature just point to itself? Is, there, is it just that all we're dealing with in nature is a material reality, or does it point beyond itself? And people on both sides of this question, really all sides of the question, were there. And right after the conference, uh, the faculty senate voted 27 to 2 to shut our center down. It was a, wow. was a basically uh, successful conference, and after that it was all downhill. Eventually the administration folded, they, they agreed, and uh, the center was shut down. And so I stayed on for several years. I had a, still a contract that I was filling out, uh, and once that contract was up, uh, my, my contract was not renewed. You know, I think one of the criticisms that many conservatives have had uh, with Baylor University, uh, and this is, a, you know, another issue completely, is theological liberalism and so forth. And we've always heard, well, what about academic freedom? What about freedom of thought and expression? But uh, I think this seems to be a one-sided uh, observance of academic freedom. Let me ask you this, Dr. Dembski, because I, I want to... Uh, remind our listeners, you've written, for instance, The Design Inference, published by Cambridge University Press. It's their best-selling philosophical monograph. Um, this, this research you're doing, this math and this philosophy, acceptable by Cambridge University Press, but not acceptable by Baylor University standards. Well, you know, I think you've you got to... There are people at Baylor who are sympathetic and open, but there are others who who want to shut it down. You know, and it's—I uh, I don't want to give the impression that it's it's a monolith there at right, Baylor, right. but uh, but the current administration—it uh, seems that it's really been a uh, pretty savage lurch to the left with uh, President Lilly and the the policies that he's implementing and just his out and out opposition to intelligent design. And the thing is, you know, with institutions. What happens at the very top really does uh, resonate throughout the university. So it's, uh, yeah, I mean, I'd say Baylor is probably one of the most hostile places to intelligent design right now. I mean, if you go on the biology or geology websites, they've got statements there where they're saying we're totally pro-intelligent design and alternatives to it are off the board. Uh, I'm told that uh, students, uh, undergraduates who want to do research and uh, just get practice uh, basically doing research so that they can go on to grad school are basically quizzed, and if they are pro-intelligent design, they are not going to be allowed to do research. So uh, I want to make sure I heard you correctly. You said if you go to the website, it'll say they're pro-evolution. Is that yeah, what you said? Well, I'm, I'm actually online right now. I called this up. It's, uh, you go to the Baylor Biology, de- uh, Biology Department uh, page, and there's a statement on evolution. And wow. I, I can I can read it to you. I mean, it says evolution is a foundational principle of biology. Wow. And at the end it says, we are a science department, so we do not teach alternative hypotheses or philosophically <laughs> deduced theories that cannot be tested rigorously. I mean, mm. you know, th- what's the subtext there? Intelligent mm. design, stay away. Mm. Mm-hmm. What about from Newton to uh, the theory of relativity? I guess they wouldn't have been open to that either. Well, <laughs> you know, I mean, the thing is, I mean, Isaac Newton makes some very, <laughs> very, very strong statements for intelligent design. I mean, it's uh, the, the whole way the, the solar system was structured was for him uh, clearly uh, evidence of, of intelligence. You know, he's, he's got a general scolium in his Principia where he, he outlines that. But uh, there's just, you know, I think in a sense, 
uh, places like Baylor, uh, and I said, I, th- I think they're even more hostile in some of the secular schools because, in a sense, mm. once you have a school that has gone liberal to some extent, they will make common cause with anybody to undo and go after what they perceive as fundamentalism. Mm. Uh, and so, it's uh, so intelligent design for them. That's just a stalking horse for getting, you know, those conservatives back into Baylor, and so they just, you know. It's, it's just totally unacceptable. Dr. Dembski, I noticed uh, in the movie Expelled, you saw this argument over and over again that uh, you don't want to uh, combine religion and science. Are there any schools that you know of, maybe secular universities, that are more open to allow such freedom to look into theories like intelligent design from a scientific perspective? Uh, you're saying secular schools? Yes, I don't know of anything. I mean, the, the thing is, the pressures are just enormous. I mean, I'm told, uh, this is from a reliable source, one of the top historians of science, that over 100 professional societies have now officially issued denunciations of intelligent design. I mean, and, and the strategy is, is always the same. It's pseudoscience, it's religion. Once it's, once it's categorized as that, it's not on the same playing field as science. And then because it purports to be science, then it's dishonest. And then you have now a whole group of theistic evolutionists who are saying, not only is it bad science, but it's even bad theology. <laughs> so, I mean, the, the forces that are arrayed against it are considerable. And I don't know of any secular university right now where you'd have an administration that would be willing to stand up and say, you know, we're going to allow this to be considered fairly. Do you and, think and the problem is also, I mean, most, most Christian schools won't, won't do it at this point. Baylor won't, but it's not just Baylor. I mean, I think places like Wheaton College, I know that Wheaton College, that the, there's an administration there where there's some people quite hostile to intelligent design. Mm. All right, this is a specialty of yours. Do you have any optimism with regard to this? Do you think this movie, Expelled, might help expose this or get pressure placed on oh, academia? Yeah. I think so. I mean, the, 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 the thing to realize is that even the Christian institutions, they've gotten their faculty largely uh, from secular schools where they've been pretty thoroughly indoctrinated. I mean, at most schools, we do have a handful of people who are pro-intelligent design who are willing to consider these uh, ideas fairly. But uh, it's, 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 very, it's pervasive that there's this resistance to it. But in the popular culture, you know, the masses, the unwashed masses, they're overwhelmingly for intelligent design. They're willing to consider the arguments, and the arguments are stronger on the intelligent design side. I mean, you, you don't, you know, when, especially when you look at that movie and you see, for instance, the, the cell animation, yes. what's going on there. That's Absolutely. Our best understanding of what's going on inside the cells, that we're dealing with an automated city, where every information storage retrieval processing digital data embedding technology, signal transduction circuitries, uh, transportation and communication. You know, basically we've got zip codes and UPS labels <laughs> inside the cells packaging things and making sure they get to the right location in the cell. This isn't the result of some accidental process of, of natural history. You know, you, there's no way you can account for it that way. There is no theory, no materialistic theory of life's origins. I mean, they've got nothing the other side. Dr. Uh, Dembski, time's up. Uh, We're up on a hard break, but this has been fascinating. We appreciate all the research and writing you've done, your role in the movie. We'll have you back again. Sounds good. Take care. All right. Baylor University, give us the call, 800-881-9270, 800-881-9270. We're asking for students, faculty, 
administration, alumni, concerned parents, interested folks to call in, 800-881-9270. We'll read the statement from the administration. Uh, We'll talk about what's on the website. I'll tell you my Baylor University story. I started out there in my university experience. We'll also talk about the history of evolution at Baylor University. This all began in the 1920s. Can you believe that? In the 1920s, Baylor has always had an Achilles heel regarding evolution. It's always got gotten them in trouble, and it has again. This is Jerry Johnson Live with Pennedexter. We'll be right back. All right, that's the Baylor University fight song. We're talking about Baylor University, an absolute, non-negotiable commitment to evolution. No critique allowed. No academic freedom on this topic whatsoever. And we've just heard from two professors that uh, testify, really, to the current Baylor University policy. Uh, It's evolution. No critiques of Darwinism. We're not talking here about Uh, the biblical story of Genesis. We're not talking about young earth creationism. We're talking about intelligent design, that is, critiquing evolution on its own terms, mathematically, scientifically, biologically. And Baylor University says we don't want any professors that do that. We don't want any websites that do that. We're not going to have it. And, uh, Penna, we invited the Baylor University administration to be on the program, and they have not. There's still time for them to call in. The number is 800-881-9270. We've got other callers holding. We've got emails. But let's read some of that statement from the administration. Well, we heard uh, via email from Lori Fogelman, and she is Director of Media Communications at Baylor, and she thanked us for the opportunity. She said that uh, they have actually heard there at Baylor from, uh, quote, a handful of passionate, committed people who have seen the documentary, which is expelled and have been respectful of their opinions. Uh, She says, we regret that this movie has been a source of concern for them, but we also assure them that Baylor continues to maintain its Christian commitment in the historic Baptist uh, tradition, and then that they didn't have anybody available to appear as a guest today. Uh, Here's the response, though, written, and I'll just read part of it. Um, It says that Baylor is proud of its standing as the largest Protestant research university in the world. Baylor's Christian Foundation is rooted in the historic Baptist tradition with an emphasis on science, including the creation of a medical school and undergraduate and graduate programs in science. And then uh, she goes on to say that uh, at Baylor they're uh, committed to upholding and strengthening Christian faith and also scientific endeavors, both of these fundamental to uh, their mission. And then uh, this is an interesting part of it, Dr. Johnson, because they go on to quote Francis Collins, who is a Christian and director of the National Human Genome Research Institute, and he's written this book, uh, The Language of God. And uh, I've interviewed uh, Dr. Collins before, uh, but uh, basically just part of this quote from him says, will we turn our backs on science because it is perceived as a threat to God? And then he also asked the question later, will we turn our backs on faith? concluding that science has rendered the spiritual life no longer necessary. Well, his conclusion is no, but it would be dangerous to do but both Baylor of these things. But is turning its back on science right. to defend another kind of science, and they're only open to science that affirms evolution. These men are critiquing 
evolution on scientific terms. Baylor not open to that kind of research. Well, we've got callers holding right now. Let's go to David. David from Mesquite. What's your question? What's your comment? Yes, uh, thank you for having me on. I was just wondering where the trustees or regents are in all of this. I well, thought they were uh, answerable to, you know, the administration was answerable to them for what goes on. And uh, I was wondering why the regents or the trustees have not said anything, or are they uh, getting as left as the administration? Well, uh, unfortunately, David, uh, several years ago, uh, the Baylor University distanced itself from control um, by the churches of the Baptist General Convention of Texas, and say they voted to make themselves more or less autonomous. There's still a process, but less and less accountability now, and they're able pretty much to perpetuate uh, middle-of-the-road, moderate-to-liberal Baptist Christians that really do believe that evolution, Darwinian evolution, um, you know, is the party line, and they would have no concern, most of them, about this. I really think they should. I think it's an embarrassing story. I think Baylor University has a great appearance, a great website, a um, great tradition, but dry rot on the inside of this big tree because uh, you can't have it right if you've got origins wrong. And they say they're the largest Protestant or Christian or Christian research university. We just read the PR piece. But uh, I don't think... Uh, you can have it right with this part wrong. Let's go on to Mike in Carrollton. Mike, thank you for calling. You have a question or a comment? Uh, comment and then question. Comment. My daughter went there in the 2000s as a freshman, and because of having a science class of evolution, she transferred away. That's uh, when Bill Dembski was there. How about yeah. that? That is fascinating, Mike. And how did you feel as a parent about that disappointment? Uh, I was quite disappointed. Uh, my Baptist faith. I thought it was tied to Baylor, but apparently it's not. Well, look, that's my story. I went to Baylor University in 1982. I'd been called to preach in 1980. I was 16 years old. I said, I'm going to go to the biggest, best Baptist university in the world. Admiral McCall personally recruited me, great old guy, and I went on uh, over to Baylor, and uh, I decided to major in religion. Worst mistake I'd ever made. They had a great... Uh, uh, law school, business school, but they had a lousy religion department. And they were moderates. They were liberals. They were neo-orthodox theologians. I went and asked Jack Flanders, the chairman of the religion department, I said, hey, you got anybody here who believes in inerrancy or infallibility of Scripture? No, not one. The next year, they hired Robert Sloan as a professor. Later, he became president of the institution. Sloan is an inerrantist, um, but Sloan was committed to this idea of a Christian worldview university. He brought on Dembski. He brought on Marx. Uh, but uh, the old powers that be, Herb Reynolds and company, uh, they would not tolerate this kind of Christian uh, worldview approach. That is, that Christianity speaks to all the disciplines, not just religion. They pretty much bought into um, Stephen J. Gould's non-overlapping magisterium. That is, the religion department is over here by itself, and even that's going to be liberal. But certainly, uh, there are no truth claims for religion in the other disciplines. And so they don't believe in biology or math or science that uh, really Christianity has anything to say. And uh, the problem here is these men are critiquing evolution on scientific terms. Uh, but nevertheless, um, 
They don't want any of that science because it smacks of fundamentalism, as Dembski says. But my experience was a big disappointment. Mike, I can totally identify with you because I really felt like uh, this would be the place to go. And again, I say uh, I think here in our, our radio team, we've got a couple of folks with children at Baylor University. We have many friends and colleagues associated with the school. We want a better Baylor. That's actually what we're arguing for. Baylor, be true to your roots and uh, make this right with these professors and uh, really for your students and for the churches that have supported you all these years. Again, the number, 800-881-9270. Do you think um, Baylor University ought to repent? They're a Christian university. 800-881-9270. We invite students. We invite faculty, administration, alumni to call. Here's an email we received from Jenny um, in... um, Uh, Just a few minutes ago, Penna, why don't you read that? Well, Jenny asked the question, is Baylor U abandoning its faith, leaning toward the spirit of Antichrist, thinking it's better to be politically correct instead of honoring God? And she goes on to say she's appalled and disappointed in Baylor. And, you know, what is the case here is that, and Bill Dembski highlighted this, is that the university's hypersensitive in a sense, because it is a Christian university, to questioning of Darwinism. I think Mm. it's probably um, even more sensitive to this than some secular universities, simply because of the Christian Mm. roots. And that's a sad commentary. When I went to the movie Expelled, I remember walking out and seeing a friend who had had three daughters graduate from Baylor (laughs) and was totally unaware of this situation there at the university. All right, we've got Dawn on the line from Richland Hills. Dawn, thank you for calling. What's your view, Dawn? Well, I think that anyone who has trouble or doesn't want to allow for questioning of anything, the reason maybe is because they know that there there's mm. problems with the theory. Wow, Dawn, I think you I think you may have hit it right there. And whenever anybody says the debate is over or there's no new arguments or no new perspectives allowed, uh, that does seem to be sort of the, uh, you know, that was the Soviet method of shutdown. That's the Chinese method today. You know, they're filtering the Internet over there, and it's almost like they're afraid of this new information. What do you think, Don? I think so. Wow. I think I think if they were, were so sure about it that they would allow people to, to study other ideas. I wonder if that's true. Thanks, Don, for that call and comment. We've got Paulette on the line from Dallas. Paulette, what do you think about Baylor University in the movie Expelled? Well, I'm I'm really a cradle Catholic, and I usually don't listen to your show because every time you start talking about evolution, I just turn it off. And right. So I just want to give you my perspective. Sure. It's um, I had rather you I, call in than turn us off, by the way, so I'm glad you called. That's good. <laughs> well, I thought I'd just, because you're on the subject that drives me nuts, All right. and so I thought I'd just give you my, my two cents worth. And basically, I believe God created the world. Yes. God created everything. Yes. And how he did it, I think science is our best take on how it happened to be. Sure. And evolution as it the darwinian evolution as it currently is is a work in progress it's science's attempt to figure out how god did things and you know it's it's just god did it whether it whether you go back to the big bang theory but evolutionists don't acknowledge that 
Well, Paulette, you know, here's the point, and, I, and I've got your view here, and I appreciate you calling, and we hope you call back. But um, the fact that you and I can have a discussion or you can even express that view is more freedom than is allowed at Baylor University or these other schools. The fact that you say, you know, I believe this and you believe that, that's really what we're talking about here, not theistic evolution, not, which is what you were referring to. That's theistic evolution. Uh, as far as I can see, Baylor doesn't even allow that down there because it would imply that there was some grand design or some influence. Uh, certainly Richard Dawkins would have nothing to do with that. Uh, but let me say, doesn't God have a right to say how he did it? Uh, God does have a right to say how he did it. That's a different question for another show. And the Bible does say how he did at least some of it. And we have to take that seriously. We've got Paul from Frisco who will be on after the break. And um, the Baylor story on evolution goes all the way back to 1920. I'll tell it next. If you're looking for a college experience that is distinctively Christian, come to Criswell College. Contact us today for information about the upcoming term. Criswell College places a strong emphasis on the Word of God, a Christian worldview, and being an effective witness to a world that needs Jesus Christ. Criswell College is totally committed to the Bible as the authoritative, inspired, and inerrant Word of God to ensure that every student receives a solid biblical and doctrinal foundation. Our worldview approach to ministry prepares every Criswell College student to view each academic discipline through a Christian frame of reference and to engage our culture and the world of ideas from a Christian perspective. Along with this word and worldview emphasis, each Criswell College student gets hands-on ministry training in missions and evangelism to be an effective witness through mission trips at home and abroad. Contact Criswell College today for information about the upcoming term. Call 1-800-899-0012 or on the web go to criswell.edu. That's chriswell.edu. All right, that's the Baylor University fight song, the good old Baylor line, but they've got problems at the movie right now because Expelled, Ben Stein's movie, uh, reveals that Baylor University uh, really is not open. There is no academic freedom when it comes to critiques of Darwinian evolution. We're not talking about biblical critiques. We're talking about scientific critiques, mathematical critiques. Uh, and uh, really, should a Christian university um, be so committed to Darwin and Darwinian evolution, they would not allow any opposition. Our friend, Dr. Richard Land, who has his program for Faith and Family on KCBI, interviewed Ben Stein about Expelled, and uh, they talked about this one particular interview that Stein did in the film with atheist author Richard Dawkins about the possibility of intelligent design. Well, I said to him, uh, now, Do this is a law school tactic I used, and I said, now, Dr. Dawkins, do you think there's no chance at all this, I'm paraphrasing it. There's no chance at all that there's uh, an intelligence that designed the earth. No, I wouldn't say no chance at all. I said, uh, well, what would you say the percentage is? Is it 1%? He said, yeah, it might be 1%. I said, could it be 3%? He said, yeah, it could be 3%. I said, could it be 49%? He said, no, it couldn't be that. And I said, well, how do you know it's 3% and not 49%? Uh, so anyway, so we went on from there, and he said, uh, 
well, uh, I said, well, if, if there is 1% or 3% chance, how did it happen? He said, well, it could have been people from outer space, cast superior intelligence, came and seeded the Earth. And I said, where'd they come from? Uh, he couldn't answer that one. And, and he got kind of annoyed. That was one of the fun parts of the movie, Dr. Johnson. Let's go to the phones now. We are taking your calls. And Keith has been waiting. He's in Arlington. Hi, Keith. Thanks for calling. Hello. Hey, I just wanted to say that I agreed with Don that called a little bit ago that I think when the uh, evolutionists say that there's no room for intelligent design, that they know that their theory is flawed. Hmm. And I think that Baylor University, if they're going to claim to be a Christian university, should be doing everything they could do to prove scientifically that evolution is not true. And if they're not teaching um, intelligent design, then we should treat them as false prophets and not support them. Mm. Baylor University, the good old Baylor line, or false prophets? Well, Keith says false prophets. Let's get Paul on the line. Paul, thank you for holding so long. Uh, What's your view? Yeah, uh, I'm beginning to get the feeling that the problem isn't that religion is trying to creep into science. I I think they've changed the definition of science. Mm. When I was growing up in school and college, I seem to remember the acid test of science was the controlled experiment. Mm. And when I go here to the Baylor University geology site, they're saying science is gained through reproducible observation or experimentation. Mm. And I know right now there's a debate in cosmology where string theorists are being criticized and a lot of the criticism is if you can't produce a theory that's subject to some form of experiment you essentially have a theology and i'm saying if the evidence for evolution is so overwhelming then just give us two or three reproducible experiments that have produced new species you know, that's all you have to do. I, I think they've changed from the controlled experiment to any set of uh, observations that meets some kind of story that I've concocted, you know. Hey, thank you for that call, Jeff. I think that's a, that's a good observation. It's advanced. But uh, I do want to remind folks, there was a, a philosopher of science called Karl Popper. He said, look, your theory isn't true unless it can be falsified, unless you could do experiments that could conceivably falsify it as well as affirm it. But the theory of evolution, as it is proposed today, and this is one reason Popper said it, was, it, it could not be maintained, is that uh, they had structured it in such a way that it really could not be tested because um, it explained too much. It explains everything. And that means it's it's not really a good theory. Well, we've got Sarah on the line from Saxe. Sarah, thank you for calling. What's your view? Hi, Dr. Johnson. Um, I heard one of the professors earlier say that he lumped Wheaton College into the um, Baylor situation. And I just wanted to call in because I'm a recent Wheaton College graduate. And I wanted to give the good news that Wheaton College very much embraces the Christian worldview in every single department um, of their college. I was a business economics major, and um, that they do support creation, but it's they also support um, a, theist, a theistic evolution. Um, so I just wanted to make sure that everyone um, heard about Wheaton College. Thank you so much, Sarah. And I know some great people up there, Wheaton College, great Christians, great Christian scholars, but I have to agree with old Dembski here because... Um, 
they are, some of them, some of them, some of them hostile to intelligent design or anything that would critique evolution. So you say they are for theistic evolution. Uh, we got to wrap this up, but I promised that I would give the history of Baylor on evolution. I just want to say it's very interesting. In the 1920s, um, there was a professor at Baylor named Samuel Dow who wrote a book called Principles of Sociology. He said, quote, man is halfway between the anthropoid ape uh, he said primitive man was halfway between the anthropoid ape and modern man. He was kicked out. Uh, about three years later, there was a, another a professor named Father Gill who um, uh, was teaching evolution, turned in by a student named Crowley. Uh, before that was all over, eight eight professors were fired from Baylor for evolution. So Dow was out, and uh, uh, then Father Gill and many others were out. But it led to the Baptist faith and message, the 1923 statement. That controversy led to Southern Baptist passing the 1923 Baptist faith and message. And all of the commentators on that document said it was an anti-evolutionary statement. Uh, It's very interesting history there on evolution in Baylor University. But uh, we have had an interesting question because uh, Sarah's call about Wheaton teaching the Christian worldview. The Baylor Press site pretty much says, you know, we're committed to the Mm -hmm. Christian worldview. Now, here's the question. Can you really hold to the Christian worldview and affirm Darwinian evolution, common ancestry for apes and human beings, or common ancestry really between human beings and the first cell? And, And I'm going to say no. We began the first day of this broadcast saying, what are the essential elements of the Christian worldview? And creation is one of the essential elements of the Christian worldview, uh, that human beings are created in the image of God. They are not evolved from animals. Um, Peter Singer, who proposes abortion, euthanasia, infanticide, and even bestiality today up at Princeton University, says this, Man was not created in God's image. He was evolved from animals. He knows that um, Darwinian evolution opens the way for moral relativism. It opens the door, as Ben Stein showed on his film, even for uh, the horrors of the Nazi Holocaust and eugenics. If you forget that human beings are created in God's image, uh, you're going to have big problems on every other major moral ethical issue. And don't forget this. Paul said uh, there was one Adam, a first Adam, Jesus Christ is that second Adam. As in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. From one Adam came sin. From the second Adam, Christ, came uh, the new life and the forgiveness. That's why it's important that we believe in Adam and Eve. This is Jerry Johnson Live with Pentadexter. We'll be back tomorrow. You've been listening to Jerry Johnson Live a Christian Worldview radio show. Join Dr. Jerry Johnson, President of Criswell College and Criswell Communications, Monday through Friday at 5 p.m. for an hour of relevant discussion of news and culture from a Christian perspective.